Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you so much for being here. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. If you are returning, it's so great to have you back. This week, I am recording live from the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors in Wappingers Falls, New York, and this is a beautiful visionary art community led by Alex and Allison Gray. If you want to know more about their work, I so encourage you to go to cosm.org, C-O-M.org, to see this beautiful community that they've created and um, check out the events they have and how you can support this growing visionary art community. Uh, I just am so happy to also be bringing the energy of this space into this podcast. I hope that you enjoy this transmission from this very sacred space. So um, in case the greys hear this, which who knows if they will, but thank you, Alex and Allison, for creating um, this space and for bringing me so much healing through it. So this week we are coming out of the intensity of the sun squaring Uranus and also the new moon in Aquarius. And if you haven't yet had a chance, I totally encourage you to go check out my YouTube channel because there's a lot of new content there waiting for you. I have my new moon in Aquarius forecast that was recorded on the day of the new moon last week, as well as my interview with Starbirth, the musicians that create the music for this podcast, which you're hearing subtly under the uh, background music that we're hearing now. So if you're curious to know how Starbirth, the musicians that create this music, created the track to connect to the energy of the sun in Aquarius right now, then be sure to check out the link in the description of this episode. Give that video a like and a comment, subscribe to my channel to let me know that you're enjoying this content. And if you want to know more about the Aquarius new moon and a lot of the aspects playing out over the next month that I think is important for you to have a good overview of, then definitely go check out my video all about the Aquarius new moon that will culminate to the Leo full moon in just a few weeks. So both of those links are in the description of this episode. So without further ado, let's get right into the horoscope. This horoscope is for January 27th through February 2nd of 2020. On Monday, the moon will be in the sign of Pisces in its new moon phase, conjunct Neptune and Venus. So Pisces is a sign that is all about connecting us to the collective energy that is unseen through the emotional web in which everything permeates and heals through. So Pisces is very compassionate. It is very aware of the collective and interconnected energy that we all share. And it is mutable water, so it is connected to this emotional process and part of us all but we are in a space of learning to surrender and learning to trust. So Pisces is very reflective, very artistic and receptive. It is an energy that makes us quite intuitive and also in a dreamy and meditative state. 
Since the moon is going to be building in a sextile to Jupiter for most of the day on Monday, we are definitely going to be feeling like we are enjoying this opportunity for us all to take a break in some way, to celebrate in some way, to have an adventure that is creative and also going to support us in that long-term vision. We have Jupiter in Capricorn and the moon in Pisces making this harmonious sextile at 8.15 p.m. on Monday night. And that is the only major aspect besides Venus and Neptune perfectly conjuncting one another at 3 p.m. on Monday. So Monday is a very simple day where the energy is so so focused on self-care, relationships, and even creating time to escape and go on adventures or even creating time for rest. We also have Mars in a hard square to Venus and Neptune who are in a perfect conjunction and the moon is going to be building in this square to Mars overnight. The moon is also going to perfectly conjunct Neptune and Venus overnight on Monday. So Monday is going to be marked by a very healing energy where escaping or getting some freedom from our day-to-day normal routine um, will come naturally. This day is going to be highlighted by some extra time to rest or the potential for us to be fulfilling a fantasy in some way. Um, it's not the best time on Monday to really be ironing out extremely like practical task, tasks. Instead, it would be best to plan and to dream utilizing the energy of Venus and Neptune together and the moon in this sign as well in Pisces. The square from Mars to Pisces is going to add a lot of passion and a lot of arousal to the dreams that we are working up right now. Coming out of this Aquarius new moon and also the sun in a hard square to Uranus, which perfected last week, we are definitely in a place right now where we are embracing completely new trajectories. The square from the sun to Uranus only happens uh, once every couple of months and this energy is very awakening of potentials that are innovative and in some way practical because we have Uranus in Taurus, the fixed earth sign. So something that we're all working on right now has the potential to really Although, see, although it's very different, it does have the potential to help us get rooted in a way that is more authentic to us, that is um, just ingenious in some way. So I would really invite you to lean into all these new potentials that you may be feeling, trust where you're feeling passion, and also give yourself the space, especially on Monday, to rest as needed. On Tuesday, the moon will continue in the sign of Pisces and it will perfectly square Mars at 4.30 a.m. along with perfectly conjunct Neptune at 4.33 a.m. So Mars is in this hard square to Neptune, Venus, and the moon Monday and Tuesday, but especially on Tuesday morning, we're going to be feeling this conjunction or this square and the conjunction of, uh, the, of the moon and Neptune quite strongly. 
And the moon squaring Mars can arouse even more passion within us where we can really feel this desire to make change or to uh, make a pivot in some way. This has the potential to bring up some frustrating energy if um, you are resisting a path that is being laid down before you. So pay attention to shifting frustrating vibrational energy into recognizing the potential and the potency of wherever it is you're being called to direct your attention next. Mars is the planet that rules our willpower. So there is so much momentum that we can really work with in this new moon phase that the moon will be in at the start of the day on Tuesday to recognize where we are being called to make shifts and how that connects to the dreams that we are projecting into the future. Mars in this square to Neptune, which will perfect at 5.30 a.m. Eastern time, is really asking us to take action on our dreams, but in a way that is actually just, the action is visualizing, is dreaming, is seeing what's possible beyond the realms of what we perceived before. So this is really an opportunity for us to be tapping into the life net and the collective unconscious and the collective conscious and see where we fit in that equation because Neptune rules illusion, delusion, um, the outer realms. And it is often through Neptune, through our dreams, that we ground things in the future into material reality over time. So even though this energy is um, a bit softening, a bit slowing, there is so much potential happening in the background. So if you can create space for going slow and just listening to these dream downloads that are coming in, it will go a really, really long way. So in the beginning of the day on Tuesday, we have Mars and Neptune perfectly squaring one another at 5.30 a.m. The moon is going to square Mars perfectly and conjunct Neptune just before that at 4.30 a.m. And then at 6 a.m. Eastern time, the moon is going to perfectly conjunct Venus. So we've talked a lot about these squares and the conjunction with Neptune and Mars, but the conjunction of Venus on Tuesday morning to the moon in Pisces. And this is Venus's sign of her exaltation where she is just juicy and so happy. And our relationships are really being embellished this week. And especially on Tuesday, we're able to feel the depth of where things might be going. And some of this can be a little bit depressing or scary or deep, but there is just so much richness that we can really allow ourselves to tap into and feel what's happening in relationships, what's happening in romance, what's happening with money, what's happening with projects, and how can we allow ourselves to go with the flow and make choices that are not um, quick, but instead intuitive. And we are really allowing ourselves to feel our way through some of these important things that are happening right now in the potency of the new moon phase that we are in. At around 5.20 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will have moved far enough to perfectly sextile Pluto in Capricorn. And this sextile from Pluto to Capricorn at around 5.20 uh, p.m. Eastern time is going to help us heal 
ourselves by recognizing truths that we need to accept. And it is just a matter of surrendering to these truths about the long-term vision, about the, the joy and surrender and the peace that we can find in surrender that's going to come through quite strongly. And at 5.40 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon will have brightened enough in its relationship to the sun that it will be now in its waxing crescent phase. So the difference between the, the new moon phase and the waxing crescent phase is that the energy is, a, is changing in momentum. So in the new moon phase, we are with the moon in its complete darkness and slowly beginning to bring back that light. And that initial change from complete darkness to gradual light is thought to be a yang expression where things are growing and they're happening quickly. And once we get past that initial growing phase, we are then adjusting to how we then want to move forward, how we can continue to grow through our own inspiration of what came through in that new moon phase. So during this waxing crescent phase, it is about recognizing what we need in order to make our new moon intentions come to life. So it's a really beautiful time this week to plan and to get really clear about what it is that you are inspired by and how you can continue to grow that. This is also a yin phase, so it is much more passive and feminine. So keep that in mind that as we're moving from late Tuesday into late Friday this week, we are in a yin phase of planning and recognizing what is required for our new moon intentions to come about. And then as we move into the different phases of the moon throughout the lunar month, we can build on this process. So as we move into the evening on Tuesday, the moon is going to perfectly sextile Saturn at 8.08 p.m. Eastern time and then go void, of course, until Wednesday morning. So this sextile from the moon to Saturn into the evening on Tuesday is really great if you have to do, you know, work that requires strategy, work that is needing your focus and your diligent attention. So although the moon is in Pisces and we've got all this energy with Venus and Neptune and Mars squaring um, these planets, the sextile from the moon to Saturn is going to help us get practical even through all of this fluid and elusive energy that we're working toward. So maybe it's a it's a night where you have a meeting with someone that um, really inspires you and helps you to get moving on something that you find to be very practical. Um, it's a night where you might find that you are able to mature in your process in some way through a very easeful way. Sextiles are ruled by Venus and Venus connects to our values and relationships and projects. So any of those categories are really beautiful to give yourself time and space for to work on Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday evening. On Wednesday, the moon will move into the sign of Aries at 6.50 a.m. Eastern time. And this shift from the void moon happening Tuesday night all the way through Wednesday morning will be very palpable. 
When the moon is void, it is this energy of inertia where things are moving slow, things uh, have, have the capacity for them to sometimes not work out or to become void altogether. So after 8 p.m. on Tuesday night, you might want to keep things very simple. Um, and as we come into Wednesday, at 7 a.m. when the moon moves into Aries, we're going to be feeling a very different energy where we're driven to express ourselves in ways that is independent and courageous and even spontaneous. Aries is the fire, uh, fire sign, cardinal fire sign. And so it's very direct, it's very adventurous, and it is very strong-willed. It is ruled by Mars and Mars and the moon will actually be in a wide trine to one another, which won't perfect until tomorrow, which would be Thursday. But we're going to be having this building of the moon in a trine to Mars while the moon is also conjunct Chiron, the wounded healer. So the moon being ruled by Mars in Mars is actually in Sagittarius right now, having this trining perspective of where the moon is on Wednesday, we're going to have probably a lot of energy on Wednesday, minus the fact that we are in this yin phase of the moon. There's going to be so much behind us to plan something that is quite powerful. Because keep in mind, these intentions that we are bringing to life are fueled by this last new moon, which was very powerful with the moon uh, and the sun squaring Uranus. So there's some sudden change innovation that we are going to be feeling very clear about, especially on Wednesday as we start to plan out how this is going to be. And Mars is in Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter, and Jupiter is in the sign of Capricorn right now. So a lot of the plans and the ambition and the courage that we're getting to make these plans, they have the potential to really last a long time with the ruler of, of Mars in Capricorn, the cardinal earth sign, also supported by Saturn in Capricorn as well. So this week is really a monumental week, I think, where we're going to be really bringing to life changes that will last a long time and that uh, hopefully are practical and more organized more simplified for the sake of sustainability and for the community as a whole to be functioning in a well that is in a way that is healthy and um, fair for all those involved because we are in Aquarius season right now where group consciousness and humanitarian efforts are what is coming through so strongly. So with the moon conjunct Chiron, at around noon on Wednesday, this is going to add an element of us really healing our fears around taking action or our fears around leading, our fears around our own ability to be independent and try something new. And Chiron is this archetype of being the one that knows how to heal even the most gnarly or difficult ailments and it's through herbalism it's through all different kinds of medicine like music and body work and community that chiron knows that we can heal these these problems and these ailments that we have as humans and so with the moon conjunct this asteroid this archetype uh there's an opportunity for us to 
possibly reach out in our communities as Chiron and the moon are in a wide sextile to the sun and Mercury in Aquarius, reach out to our communities and heal uh, these, these uh, in inspiring initiatives that we're, we are feeling uh, will actually heal us. So, so it's like whatever we're at, we are feeling called to do, it's because in a way it's gonna to contribute to our healing. And the more that we can honor that uh, and even share that medicine, share that opportunity with community, the more harmony we might actually feel in our day-to-day -day life. The interesting thing as well on Wednesday is that the moon is going to be squaring the north and the south node perfectly at around 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. So this square to the nodes of fate is going to bring up memories of the past and strong visions for the future. So it's a really juicy day to pay attention to healing that wants to happen, ambitions around the plans that you're making, and how these plans are connected to visions that you've had about the future and memories and experiences that you've already had in the past that are going to help you propel yourself forward into where you're going with confidence and and strength. On Thursday, the moon in Aries will perfectly sextile the sun at around 3 a.m. Eastern time. So especially Wednesday night, we're going to be feeling this really beautiful energy from the moon sextiling the sun that we are loved and supported. We are taken care of and this is a time of recognizing how we can trust our own intuition and you might find that there's something rewarding or warm coming into your life from this sextile from the moon to the sun and especially Thursday morning as we rise and we wake up hopefully you are tapped into this energy and you're able to really enjoy it as we move into the day on Thursday the moon will perfectly square Jupiter in Capricorn at around 10 a.m. And this square from Jupiter to the moon is going to bring up a lot of big opportunities where we need to be careful not to overextend ourselves and to create boundaries that are going to help us to take action in a way that is able to maintain itself over time. So this square from the moon to Jupiter can bring up some harsh realities about the wisdom and expansion and abundance that we know is there for us to either communicate or create, but there is some action, some um, activity that needs to take place in order for us to bring those things into material reality. And with Jupiter in Capricorn, I think that there is going to be an awareness around all that needs to get done in order for some of these visions to come to life. But I think that it's so auspicious that the moon sextiling the sun at the same time and also in a trine to Mars is like, we can do it. We can really get all the details that we need in order. We can channel this creative wisdom that we feel is ready to be birthed so long as we manage our energy and our time well. So this alignment on Thursday morning will perfect at 10 a.m. And then the day will continue. And by about 9 p.m., the moon will perfectly sextile Mars. So the moon sextiling Mars as the day moves on makes Thursday quite a day for um, 
having lots of energy to move forward with this plan, move forward with uh, any details that are going to help sharpen your vision so that when the moon moves into its first quarter phase and you really start to take action, you are clear about what you need to do. Um, beware of uh, moving too quickly and um, just getting overexcited about things. Try to keep your fire to a spot where it doesn't become inflamed <laughs> in a way that's um, potentially detrimental, you know, because uh, trines can have us overflowing in a way. Things come very easily. And the moon trining Mars, uh, Mars being a planet that rules anger, um, frustration, inflammation. So we want to really stay on the side of courage and action and strength and once you are realizing where your thresholds are it's just important to respect that so that you can um you know move forward in a way that feels really good and there's no like interruptions or drama in in your process i want to point out too that as the week is moving into uh, the tail end of it, we're going to be having Venus in a sextile to Pluto and Saturn that's building and building. And this whole week, we're having this energy and it is still very, very relevant even at the start of the week. But as the week progresses, Venus is moving further along in the sign of Pisces, separating from her conjunction to Neptune as she sextiles Pluto and Saturn. So this is signifying important relationships that support and sustain us showing up and making themselves known. So whether these relationships are falling out of your life or being established, there is a very strong emphasis on relationships and the ones that are really nourishing us and helping to give us a sense of power and ability to change and um, create structures, create foundation that we can stand on and we feel beautiful in and we're proud of these creations and they are art from our heart. So um, this is a time where we're able to build new foundations in terms of relating. And this may require that some structures and systems of the past are morphed to meet us on this new path that we are on. I also want to point out that Mercury is coming to the end of uh, Aquarius this week and Monday of next week we're going to have Mercury move into Pisces the sign of his fall or his detriment so this is a very interesting week to recognize how things are moving within your community how things are moving in your mind in terms of innovation and to really pay attention to some of these messages that are coming through because uh, Mercury is going to be moving out of the sign at the end of this week On Friday, the Aries moon will square Pluto and Saturn in the beginning of the day. At 6.10 a.m. Eastern Time, the square to Pluto will perfect, and at around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, the square to Saturn will perfect. So Friday morning might be a morning where you are needing to take things down a notch. There might be some um, resistances or boundaries that you meet that um, you need the time to kind of work through. There might be some harsh truths or realities that you have to process and work through. So be prepared for that Friday morning and know that 
it will pass. It's just part of the process to work through resistance, to work through um, needing to mature in some way, needing to uh, recognize the truth of a situation. But as long as you can do that with maturity and with patience and with perseverance, everything will work out. And the beautiful thing too is that the moon is going to be sextiling Mercury perfectly at around 10 a.m. Eastern time. So when the moon is sextiling Mercury, it often helps us to gain clarity in our mental thoughts and the way that we are thinking. So um, even though we might be coming up against some, some resistance or some pushback with the creations that we're working towards, there is this sextile to, to Mercury where um, there is some harmony within our ability to think things through. So after this sextile to Mercury at around 9 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, until about 7.30 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. And when we have the moon void, of course, it is, again, a time of inertia. The moon is not applying or perfecting in any aspects to any other planets in the sky. So often when we have the moon void, the energy is moving quite slowly. And it is once the moon moves into the other sign, the next sign in the zodiac, that we really start to think, see things pick up and you know take some more speed to it. So keep that in mind on Friday, there will be this void moon all day. It's a great day to get in extra rest and um, take things slow and even um, work on things solo by yourself if you can. Once the moon moves into the sign of Taurus, it will begin to uh, build in a conjunction to Uranus in this sign. And this is the sign of the moon's exaltation. And this is because when we have the moon in Taurus, we're often tuned into what brings us peace, what makes us feel comfortable. We're very atoned and comfortable with we're very aware of how we can be resourceful and trusting in nature. This is also the sign that brings us into a very sensual mood and helps us to see things from a practical perspective. So Friday night, as the moon builds to this conjunction to Uranus, all of these aspects might be coming through for you where you're feeling even artistic, musical, and wanting to indulge. And you might be doing something that is out of the ordinary Friday night because when we have the moon and Uranus together, it can create um, spontaneous things to happen. So be careful with moving too quickly and um, you know accidents, because this is an accident prone kind of energy. But overall, just be open to spontaneity, be open to doing something different and um, make sure that you're choosing to do things that are deliberate and in alignment with what feels good to you. Uh, it wouldn't be surprising too if you're doing something that's connected to the past or harmonizing your vision of the future because we're going to have the moon in a trine to the south node and a sextile to the north node. On Saturday, the moon in Taurus will be coming off of this conjunction to Uranus and all day long, it will be building in a square to the sun. So the first quarter square of the moon be between the moon and the sun will happen at around 9 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. 
So Saturday is this last day of us in the waxing crescent phase where the plan is emphasized. And once we get into this first quarter phase at around 9 p.m. on Saturday night, this will be the time of creatively taking action on the plan that we've been working on. And the way that we can be most efficient in this process of implementation is to recognize what is a priority. You know, what are my priorities uh, day by day, minute by minute, as I go about the execution of this plan. So all day Saturday with the moon in Taurus, it's a really delicious day to find your footing, to be in nature, to slow down and to feel how everything is beautiful and fine just as it is right now uh, with the moon in this fixed earth sign it can be very healing to bring yourself into states of meditation to put your feet on the earth and to slow yourself down put yourself in one spot and try not to move for some some period of time just to feel yourself in a fixed expression of your own material being and through that you might find a lot of peace and a lot of comfort and then as we move into the evening and the moon does align in this square to the sun um, it can really motivate us to recognize the ways in which that we are ready to make things happen and at around 11 p.m the moon is going to perfectly trine jupiter so saturday night it might be a very uh, active night where you find yourself um, feeling inspired to go on an adventure, do something different. Um, and also the moon will be in a sextile to Neptune this evening as well. That sextile will perfect at around 6 a.m. So there is this element of wanting to do something that allows us to escape and um, dream and, you know, experience relationships in a fantastical or beautiful romantic kind of way. Overnight, Venus is going to perfectly sextile Pluto at around 2 a.m. So there will be some revealing of relationships in our life that are helping us to transform into whole new levels of our, our personal power. So whether it's, you know, having a deep conversation with your lover or collaborating with a dear friend or a teacher that has inspired you or a student, there's something about relationships and the people in our life helping us to see our shadow and to bring that to the light for healing for the greater good. So it's a beautiful thing to recognize on Saturday night if you're seeing that at all. And on Sunday, we will see Venus and Saturn perfectly sextile one another um, and that, that sextile begin to build. On Sunday, the moon will continue in the sign of Taurus and sextile Neptune at around 6 a.m. And so Sunday morning is a great morning to sleep in and get in those extra Z's or wake up and go out into nature or watch the sunrise. Allow yourself to have a spiritual experience of some kind. And as we move through the day on Sunday, the moon will be trining Pluto and Saturn. So around 6 p.m. that trying to Pluto will perfect. At around 10 p.m. the trying to Saturn will perfect. And all the while the moon will be sextiling Venus and 
Venus will be sextiling Saturn and Pluto. So we have this little triangle going on with Venus at the center, sextiling the moon, uh, Saturn, Pluto, and even Jupiter, if you want to count it in a wide sextile. And, you know, it's quite beautiful to to see this in action. And we know that overnight, just by looking at the chart here, that um, the moon and, and Venus are going to sextile one another as well. So on Sunday, it's a very harmonious day in terms of us realizing how we can make changes in our work situation, how we can move forward feeling steady, feeling firm. It's a great weekend and a great Sunday to get anything practical done. And those practical things will likely get done in a way that feels very easeful, very grounded. And um, something about relationships might be very supportive and harmonious. So something very beautiful to look forward to. And this is also the last day of Mercury in Aquarius on Sunday. So again, keeping in mind how you are connecting to the vision for the collective, for the humanity that we all are and we all are a part of, and also any innovative ideas and thoughts that are coming to you. I'm sure Sunday night they will be coming through quite strong with Mercury at the 29th degree. And then Monday we'll see Mercury move into Pisces and also Venus and Saturn perfectly sextile one another. So Sunday is this day of recognizing the potential within our relationships for long-term stability and surrendering to old structures, old systems that must be sacrificed in a way in order for us to enter this new paradigm that 2020 is inviting us all to be a part of. Hello, beautiful soul. I just wanted to come in here and remind you that I do have a brand new video up on YouTube all about the new moon in Aquarius and some of the most important aspects and qualities of this whole month ahead. So if you're curious to know how this month ahead is going to be affecting you, go check out that video and let me know your thoughts on it. In case you didn't know as well, I didn't mention it in the recording just yet of this podcast. I do also have this podcast on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for joining me. Um, but if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or any other musical platform or podcasting platform, do you know that you can see the charts on YouTube if you join me there? So if you find me on YouTube through the podcast or through my forecasts or through my interviews with Starbirth, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. Your likes and your shares all really go a super long way. So I hope you enjoy this content. Thank you so much for being here. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Thorisas, which means constraint, 
shame, and modesty. So what's interesting about getting this rune this week is that we do have Venus conjunct Neptune in this sextile to Saturn and Pluto. And the week closes out with this sextile to the malefics from Venus. And Venus is the planet that rules relationships, money, and projects. And although sextiles are harmonious and they do connect to the vibrational energy of Venus herself, they are, this sextile is connecting to Saturn and Pluto. And Saturn tends to restrict and um, contract. And so this is the rune of constraint. And another word for constraint is modesty. So what we might be finding this week is how we can be utilizing our energy in a way that is more modest, more constrained, more selective, so that we can be more powerful and impactful when we do choose to give. And there might be some shame that we have to work through this week, especially around choosing to constrain in the way that we are. It could be the opposite though, where you might be constraining too much. You might have been being too modest and there's shame around wanting to give more. So interesting to kind of work with this rune this week and see how you can find the balance with your give and your receiving process. And with that, I wish you a beautiful week ahead. Thank you so much for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, comment, and like on YouTube. If you could share on social media and tag me, that is even better because then I get to see your account, who you are, and that you're really enjoying this content. And I can also share that with my audience so that we are co-mingling and really showing that this is a tribe and a community of people all connected to a similar purpose and similar interests. So thank you. And if you are interested in booking a reading with me, I want to let you know that there are only about five appointments left in the month of February. So if you are interested in having a one-on-one -on -one look into your chart with me, then go to staryalignment.com readings to reserve your seat before all of my appointments for February are booked up. May you live in alignment now and always.